the accomplishment is. Uh, to the business of the moment, Adrian Hill, the referee, the other officials talking with Robert Sala and Kevin Stefanski, as they are all in communication and conversation, lights powered down, are they going to come back up and get ready to go and see if we can finish this fourth quarter? And like Zach Thomas said, the lights would have gone out. My first preseason game may take me a while to get started. I, I mean, my, I, I can't help but think that how many high school games that I play in about these kind of lights? <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is kind of what it was in a lot of neighborhoods, right? This whole bank of lights on this side, they were hoping that would take them down, let them cool off and come back up. And we are waiting for that. So as we do that, we'll step out again for a second. Gets lead 16-14. Welcome to the island. I'm your host, Alvis Samuel, and who you were just hearing was Mike Tirico and Chris Collins, I believe it's Chris Collinsworth, on NBC's uh, Hall of Fame game. That was about three weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure no one was paying that much attention to the Hall of Fame game presented, you know, obviously by the NFL, and right when the fourth quarter started, all the lights on one half of the field just completely went out. Now, at that time, it, no one really thought about anything. It was it just, it's a, it's a thing that happens. Sometimes electricity, sometimes the circuits, they just go out or they weren't warmed up enough. Uh, and, and things happen during this, this, these little games, preseason games, I would say. Games that don't even matter for the most part, matters to a few of the players, but for the overall record of the team, they don't really matter. But I started to just wait and see what else would happen during the preseason of the NFL. And it did not disappoint, at least to me, because since that game, every week that preseason games were being played since that game there's been one it's been one game a week where something happens in the beginning of the fourth quarter of a game in the preseason and that game gets canceled after what expired in the game and all of these have been due to injuries the the hall of fame game that it was all electricity problems of that stuff. And then every week after that, there's been one game where the fourth quarter just basically was canceled due to injuries. And this is, I know everyone remembers the DeMar Hamlin injury, but there's been other injuries since then. And there were injuries before then. The big one, the very big one outside of DeMar Hamlin was uh, Tua Tungavailoa when he had his concussions in a game and he basically had a seizure on the field. That game was a head injury and it did not get canceled. The game did not get canceled due to Tua Tua's head injury, his concussion. And now when a player is getting injured and he has to get carted off the field, especially when it's late in the game, they've been canceling every game. And they've been coming out saying that these players have head injuries. Now, should they cancel games due to head injuries? 
that that's not up for that's not what I'm trying to debate right it's not because what I am more interested in and what I've been looking at that diving deep one would say is something very specific that I don't know if a lot of people are actually catching on I myself might be the only one but also I've said in the past on plenty of episodes in the past that there will be a year where the NFL is going to get started. Regular season games are going to get going. And then all of a sudden, it's going to come to an abrupt stoppage. And that season of the NFL will not actually finish. I believe I said that about two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And I said it for a while, and I kept saying it. And now all of a sudden, we're having games getting canceled due to injuries. Now, I'm not saying that the NFL season itself is going to get canceled due to injuries. But, however, I'm digging deep. And some might say I'm, I'm, I'm digging too deep and I'm looking too deep into this. However, I do say that there are things that are foreshadowing stuff that will happen in the future. And now, all of a sudden, we have games being canceled right as the fourth quarter is getting started right as the fourth quarter is underway and games are getting canceled. Now, what I said two years ago, will that be coming true this year? Is something on the docket coming up? And it's going to be the NFL. The NFL will tell the story. Will it be going into the fourth quarter of the NFL season, which would be late November, early December, Something might happen and all of a sudden, no more NFL. Maybe even early January. In those months, something could happen. I would honestly say it would have to happen if we're talking about the fourth quarter after Thanksgiving. Right around maybe before Christmas or right around Christmas, but it will be after Thanksgiving if we're talking about timelines dealing with an NFL season. And if something happens... That would be the timeline if you break it up into quarters for the NFL season. So are we looking at something that some divine intervention from God is telling us that this is going to be a foreshadow of what is going to happen? That is something that, honestly, I've been feeling for a very long time. Like I said, it's, it's been about two years, and I said there's going to be a season. There will be an NFL season that will start off. It will be underway and people won't be paying attention because they're going to be looking at their televisions. I myself might be one of them watching all of these games and we will be oblivious to something. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something massive goes off and it ends the season of the NFL. And all of a sudden, we won't even know if the NFL is going to come back on to be honest with you. And was the Hall of Fame game something to tell us half of the nation itself, like half of the stadium, half of the nation itself will be in darkness. Half of the nation, half of the stadium will be in darkness. Now, I, I, I get it. I'm using symmetry and uh, symmetry, huh? imagery in what I'm saying. And I'm taking bits and pieces just from things that we watch and see. But, oh, we should all know that God himself works in very mysterious ways. I'm not saying that 
to sound sarcastic or anything. I'm saying it to open people's eyes because the NFL, at least inside the United States, it is massive business. Almost every eye will be watching almost every single game. So, and and and, and let's be honest, at, in, when the NFL is going, there's a calmness around the nation because people are just sitting down and enjoying an NFL football season oblivious to what's really going on around them and it it really doesn't matter we just want our nfl to be on tv we want to root for those teams that we like and just go on with our days it's our escape so has the preseason foreshadowed has the preseason given us a glimpse of what is going to be happening in the future of our nation during the NFL season, only time will tell. But what I've been seeing, it's been injuries after the Hall of Fame game when the fourth quarter, like I said, the fourth quarter happened, half of the stadium lights went out. After that, it's all been injuries. So will there be something bad happening in the nation where half of the nation goes in darkness? And in that darkness, people will be out for the count. Now, I don't know how many head injuries people have seen, but I've seen a lot. I've had a few myself. And most of these injuries, they don't have you out for the count. They don't. If you get knocked out, it'll be a few seconds for the most part. I'm not saying 100% of the time, but for the most part, you get knocked out. A few seconds might pass, and then you're waking back up. Hurting but you're still waking up. But these injuries that have been canceling games, these players are not waking up on the field. No, they're not. They're actually waking up either in the hospital. Once they hit the hospital bed, then they wake up. Or while they're in the ambulance. Lifeless bodies for the most part. Still alive, but they're limping down like they're lifeless. So are these head injuries getting worse? Is there something to be told with these injuries? Or is there something more? Again, I'm not going to debate that part. I'm just looking at something else. Will there be something after the darkness that's going to make people fall out for the count and they're going to blame it on something that might not actually be true, but they just have to have something to blame it on because they don't want people to find out the actual truth. You see, I get it. I get it. You have to have a bad guy because that bad guy will at least put people at an ease that way they have something to blame something on they know who to actually fight against at least they think they know who they're fighting against but it puts people at ease when they know who the bad guy is again are we looking at something that is going to be happening in this nation probably before january 2024 January 1st, 2024, probably before then. I'm just speculating right now. I have I have nothing. I'm just speculating, letting everybody know my thoughts. Now, with that in mind, because I brought up my thoughts, I think this might be a great time to let everybody know because I've said I want to, there are some dreams I would like to bring into the light that I have, then just you all can, can make your own interpretation on it. However, this dream has been a reoccurring dream and it's it's it in my mind this dream is happening a little too much a little differences here and there in this in this same dream but it's still the same dream and it deals with two nuclear fallout 
plants. I do believe I told everybody I had a dream where I saw two nuclear fallout plants falling out of the sky. One came on a whole massive group of people, and then the other one fell on top of the of the area where people were trying to hide. And I ended up climbing, going down on the ground, and I climbed up out after everything fell, and I was working my way out and that nature. Well, recently, I had another dream very similar, but it dealt with a nuclear missile and a plane. The nuclear missile went through the sky, and it, then it turned into the plane. Then it turned back into the missile. And then all of a sudden, a second one just gets shot in the air again. This one was actually a couple of days ago. A few days ago, I had this dream. Again, two nuclear bombs being shot in the air, being being blown in the air. And then, last night, I have another dream of a massive explosion. They had to make a hole in the roof, and then there was this guy flying. He was flying, and he was pointing down. That's the building. That's the building. We got to put a hole in the roof to get this missile down in there. And they kept blowing up this one spot in this one specific spot. And eventually the building fell apart. And then eventually after that, a lot of people came up from underground. And then all of a sudden another bomb came and blew up that entire spot. Take these dreams as you may. I'm not saying anything. I'm just letting people know of these dreams that I've been having. That way you all know that if something crazy happens, at least we would all know that I at least got these dreams. God gave me these dreams if something happened. If nothing happened, then maybe I just ate something crazy. I don't know. But I'm just letting everybody know what's going on in my mind right now. Because, you know, I just brought up my thoughts. So I was thinking that was a good time for me to bring up these dreams that I've been having. And I'm pretty positive. I am 100% positive. I am not the only person who's been having these similar dreams this entire year. I'm pretty positive a lot of people have been having these same reoccurring dreams. And if so, let me know. Because if a lot of people are having this exact, these exact same dreams, then I would go on the side that God is trying to warn people of something is about to happen. And we need to all prepare, there's that word again, prepare for what is coming. Which brings me on to something else. That still, all of this is wrapped in together. And I spoke upon this person before in the past. And this is, I, I, I don't want to call him a prophet. I guess a lot of people are calling this man a prophet. I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything he said come true. But, this, this, but I haven't really heard a lot of things that he said. And his name is Chris Reed. They say he is the senior, I, I believe he's the senior pastor. Um, I've, I heard a person say, no, he's a, the the CEO of the ministries uh, morning star. And I, and, and if you've heard some of my podcasts in the past before, then you would know how much that name kind of irks me because if you dive deep into the Bible, you will find out that Satan himself is called a morning star, not the morning star, but a morning star. And this ministry is not the morning star it's just called morning star so which morning star are you talking about i would like to know and i've heard in the past this prof this prophetic word that he give that he gave talking about china and talking about putin and how he 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 feels like putin's not going to live long 
And then China's going to break up into uh, states and stuff like that. And Xi Jinping and a lot of things are going to happen. And he mentioned things in the United States, but kind of kept that more on the hush-hush. And then I saw something the other day that he was saying he made a broader statement on his prophetic word that dealt with the United States. And this is something that I've been telling people in the past that be careful, be careful where you're at and know at least of certain spots like the New Madrid fault line, the San Andreas fault line, Yellowstone, you know, that massive volcano, supernova volcano, whatever it's called, Yellowstone, Yellowstone Park. Be careful where you're at. Know where you're living because any at any moment, any of this stuff can just go array and and just everything goes to mayhem. Mayhem. I think I said that word right. Whatever. If I didn't, whatever. But just know. And I've said in the past that there's been, especially on the New Madrid fault line, the 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 ground is sinking in. The water level is going down in the Mississippi River. This isn't something new. You can find all of this stuff for yourself. And all of this says that there is some there there's some action going on with the I think it's called the the plates or whatever. There's some action going on with these plates of the earth's crust and they're moving and there might be a earthquake an earthquake on the way on the horizon i've said this in the past and this is something that i've been studying myself and lo and behold chris reed like i said he finally broadens his prophetic vision on the united states talking about a 50 dollar bill being torn up into three he said the 50 dollar bill represented the 50 states of the united states of america and then he tore it into three talking about the first tear was about the um i believe he said it was the the dollar, the U.S. dollar was going to drop 30%, making inflation just completely crazy. People will not afford anything after that. Prices are already going up. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see this. If you are out there and you are a person who pays bills and if you are a person who goes shopping and buys groceries and stuff like that, you know, and if you have a car and you got to buy gas, you know everything is going up. Nothing is going down in price. The only thing that looks like it might be going down is the price of the U.S. dollar. Dropping 30%? Yeah, that's going to cause mayhem everywhere. I said it right. There we go. Said it correct. So that was the first tear. And then the people of the United States are going to start rumbling amongst themselves. People are going to have to start truly know and truly understand how to grow their own food because there's also going to be something that I've already said in the past on previous episodes. And we all know this, famine, no food. So we are going to have to learn how to grow our own food. I hope you've been learning how to do this already, already. I hope you've been learning this stuff already. And then he said there was another tear, this the second tear was because the United States would be torn in half right down the middle. And this is where that New Madrid fault line would come in, something that I spoke upon in the past before. The New Madrid fault line. It's basically some, not directly in the middle of the United States, but it's close enough. It's close enough. If that bad boy goes, you can count the East Coast out of here. 
going to be a massive flood. The United States will split into two. Sorry about it, but that will happen. And he said it's going to be because, and I've said this in the past also, I, 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 I'm not trying to put myself on this guy's pedestal. I'm really not. So please understand what I'm saying. But he said it's going to be because we start to meddle into Israel's business and then we struck a deal with Palestine and Israel to split their property into two. And because of that, God judged the United States. I've said in the past, we need to stay away from Israel's stuff and not meddle in that. All we need to do is pray and let God take care of his chosen people. That's what we should be doing. Standing strong with Israel, like we've had in the past, and not really try to meddle into something we do not need to meddle in as United States. Just back them up 100%, and we will be okay. But apparently, we're not. And let's take this another step because he said it was torn three times. And then the last piece of this $50 bill, he tore it up into many pieces, saying that the United States will have issues with its states. And a lot of states will decide to get out of the union. They will succeed from the union. This is something that I've been saying for a while now in a couple of my little circles. I, I tell people this stuff is coming. And then he says something evil is going to come across the border, very evil. And because of that, people are really going to want to get out of the federal government, get out of the union. And then he said, people, don't worry. Put your hope in God. Now I have a problem. I agree. Yes, put your hope in God. But what I don't agree with is if all of this stuff does happen, a lot of people will die. Regardless, Christian, non-Christian wicked evil people against the, the 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 righteous people holy people men of god women of god they will also die too everybody will be affected by this stuff so yes put your hope in god put your trust in christ yes i be, i i agree with that 100% but make no mistake the hope that you are dealing with that hope, that trust is if you too must go, if all of this prophetic stuff happens, your hope is in Christ that you will go to heaven once you pass. Everyone's going to die sooner or later, but you will go to heaven, not go the opposite direction. The other H, it's only a four letter word. I'll let you spell it out. H blank blank ends in an L. You know, hey, figure it out. We're all smart here. But that's where your hope should be in. Not you're going to hope and trust that you're not going to perish. We're all going to perish in one way or another. But that's where the hope should lead you. That if you too or if I myself die in this scenario, I'm calling these things unless they truly start to come true, Nice predictions. Maybe using the word nice, that might not be, you know, the right word to use. So let's just say predictions. And if they start looking like they're going to come true, then yes, then they would be prophetic. But do not make mistake. Do not mistake yourself. Do not mislead yourself thinking that you will be spared. I, I hope people truly understand what I'm saying here. Put your hope, put your trust in Christ Jesus 
that your life, your soul will be his and you will be with him in heaven if you yourself perish in any of these disasters. That is what should be taught. That's what should be being said, but it's not. Feeding some sort of false hope that you're not going to die just because you believe in Jesus Christ, that he is your Lord and Savior. You confess with your mouth all your sins to him. You know in your heart, in your mind that he died and rose on the third day. He's alive today. And because of that, you're not going to feel any type of crazy pain on the earth. And this goes into my next thing, this this pre-trip rapture stuff. Like I said before in the past, I, I really think that's the biggest lie on the planet. I do believe that is going to truly start off the big apostasy, the falling away of the faith in Jesus Christ. Because if these things happen, especially if the United States falls apart like that, you will see if you've read any of the books of the prophets in the Bible. It's either in Daniel or in Jeremiah. I get them somewhat mixed up. They're somewhat the same, kind of, not really. But if you read it, I want to say it might be Jeremiah. If you read it, then you will understand that the entire world has the same face. They don't even have to say words to each other. When they see Babylon fall in my previous episode, I talked about the fall of Babylon in the episode. It was called King of No Nation, how Babylon falls, how the Antichrist rises because of Babylon falling. And I said a natural disaster will happen in Babylon. I, in my opinion, Babylon is the United States. And if Chris Reed is correct in his prediction, it's going to be massive. I've said this. It, I've said this to all of my listeners. If Babylon is the United States, expect, expect it. There's going to be a massive natural disaster. It will split the country. And then everything's going to go completely insane. And then whatever's left, the true enemies of the United States, they will show their face and they're going to blow everything that is left to smithereens, death upon us. So I'm not going to feed you some false hope, some false reality here. Take a glimpse into reality. If this stuff is true, a lot of people will pass away before the rapture. And then everyone who's left to see it or lived through it will say, why didn't Jesus come back before this happened? This is massive catastrophes. The great city is burning and no rapture. Oh, people, do not lose faith, I would say, because this stuff will happen. So like I said, I'm not going to give you some false reality, some false hope, trying to make you think that you yourself will be spared. I don't know who is going to be spared if this stuff happens. I would not know who's going to be spared, and I'm not going to speculate the people who will be spared. I just don't know. But what I do know is that regardless if you are one of the ones who are spared or one of the ones who are not, you better be ready, prepared. And I'm not talking about preparation with material things that if you are alive and if you live through this stuff, you are prepared to, to, to live and thrive. That's not what I'm saying. Yes, be prepared in that aspect too. But I'm saying be prepared in your heart, 
in your mind, in your soul, that if something does go away, that you know you will be in God's rest, paradise, or the thing we like to call heaven. Be that prepared. And if you are one of the ones who are not taken through these natural disasters and then human catastrophes that will be happening, because you were warned and you were prepared, you will be prepared to go through the whole ordeal, rapture or no rapture, you will be prepared. To go through the entire ordeal, preparation, mind, body, and soul, preparation. So that is what I am saying. That is what I am saying. The NFL might be foreshadowing bad things are on the horizon. Half of the country blackened. Then there's going to be people just out for the count because of this. Dark times are ahead. Be prepared. There's a story, I've said this story in the past on previous episodes, there's a story that Jesus speaks on of the ten virgins, half of them were prepared to go through the entire night. That's what people do not understand when they read this story, half was prepared to go through the entire darkness. They brought enough oil for the entire night in preparation if and or when the bride party was delayed in any way, they were prepared. The other half only brought enough for just the beginning, just the beginning of the night. And then when they ran out, they tried to pull the ones who were prepared with them. And the ones who were prepared, who were prepared responded by saying, how about y'all go to the market and go buy you some more oil? We cannot give you what is ours, because if we do, then we all will be without light. Do not be the one who is not prepared to go through the entire ordeal. So do not be the one who's going to believe this thing that they like to call pre-trip rapture. Thinking that before everything starts to go crazy, that you'll be spared because that's not what the Bible says at all. Dig deep. You'll find it. It says, be prepared. Jesus Christ spoke on being prepared. Work while you are still alive. He says, while there's still light, that light is being alive. No one knows the time. No one knows the day. So don't get caught up in this talk about pre-trip and oh, you'll have hope because you'll be alive and God will spare you. Stop. Stop it. Don't do that to people. Television Christians, I like to call them. Do not do that to people because you are giving way to the great apostasy, the falling of the faith. You are giving more power to that because something that they don't tell you in not every church, but a lot of these churches, they don't tell you that before Christ comes back, the falling away happens first. The great apostasy happens first. So don't give up. Do not give in. Yes, have hope. Yes, keep the faith. Yes, trust in Jesus Christ. But trust that you will be in heaven even if you perish perish on earth. Trust you will go to heaven. Don't hope and have trust that God will spare you this disaster and you will not die in these disasters. Last I checked, men, women, 
and children passed away in the Maui fires. Believers in Christ and non-believers all the same. They all passed away in that fire. Be prepared. That's what I would say. Thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to A3S2 the island again that's a3s2 the island on rumble and there you can see my awesome face you can also find me at as the island on twitter that is a s the island on twitter and you'll see a lot of stories and everything you know contact me go ahead and communicate with me let's have a nice conversation there i do answer back and if you want to catch up on every previous episode just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island again that's rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island and you can catch up on every episode that i've done again i am your host alvis samuel and thank you for listening to the island podcast